Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 4.33 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you along with Ron McLean. And this is Oilers Now, live on location at Century Bar Sports Bar. There we go. We got the we got the sound up. We got somebody with some technical genius and brilliance over there. So that's where, I don't know about you, Ron. I, I can't tech any of this stuff. What about you? Well, the first thing, when you come to Century Casino, you need to have 1,300 clickers for the TVs. They're yes. everywhere. Yeah, I, I, and Naturally, I'm sitting in front of the TSN monitor. Yes, yeah, so funny how that happens. i got to fix that. But Is that future consideration? What, what a place to come and watch a game. Ron, we have something to tell you. Yes, right. <laughs> what do I got to do? I've been, been there. I'm sitting there watching Elliot Freeman right now. That's and right. He, and he's he, not on our monitor. He's not on our monitor, but he is at Roger's place in the Hall of Fame room, which, ironically enough, you and me will be in in about, uh, in about an hour's time. All right. So we're going to do this. We will do an in-house trivia session in a second, but I'm going to get to Oilers Game Day Trivia. It's brought to you by our friends at Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave and Fan Gear Specialists for all budgets. All correct answers this month are entered to win an 11 by 14 frame photo signed by the Oilers' three Stanley Cup champion goaltenders, Andy Moog, Bill Ranford, Grant Fear. Visit ProAmSports.ca to check out Pro-Am's entire inventory of amazing sports memorabilia. I think he's just finishing uh, Grant Fear. Uh, signing over the course of the last couple days. I got to ask you this: Bill Ranford in 1990. Wow! Did you see it coming? That oh, year? and it was lovely because I had refereed. Here I go with Redger stories again. But I refereed Billy when he played for the Redger Optimus Chiefs AAA midget team, and uh, he was fantastic and so excited for him. His father, uh, Bill, was just a. Great fan down in Red Deer. Came to all the games, not just Bills, but every hockey game. Uh, so that was one of the great stories. And even I was thinking, you know, as the Oilers go through, albeit just a 1-4-1, one, and one. it's not like uh, we're two months into the season. But tides turn, right? Both Andy Moog and uh, Grant Fuhr lost their net in their years. Grant, in fact, ripped fans. He was so fed up with yeah. all the criticism. and uh, he Called them jerks. That's right. He called them a bunch of jerks. And that, that kind of is why he became quiet and didn't do too many interviews because he didn't trust the media and how things blow up uh, following that. So you, you go through stretches like these and Billy Ranford had to go through it as well and I mean, I'm sure he'd say to these two goalkeepers, you know, try not to, to look at the press. Well, we were in Nashville on uh, Tuesday last week, and Bill's sister was on our Oilers Now road trip with New West Travel. How's that for a small world? Yeah. So it's awesome. All right, so here's our trivia question. This is not our in-house trivia. We're going to do this a little bit later on, maybe in the next uh, segment. But for our listeners right now out there uh, listening on radio and online, Apple Podcasts, wherever, I, I had no idea about how podcasts worked until our, our man over here, Josh Marshall, informed me how everything worked and how we had to change how we were slugging the podcasts. And boom, suddenly uh, we had a relatively competitive place in the Apple podcast charts. I, did, I didn't know anything about this. So our trivia question for Oilers Game Day Trivia. We know Doug Waite was traded for Essatikina. Bill Guerin, the general manager of the Minnesota Wild, was with the Edmonton Oilers for four years. He joined the Oilers during the 97-98 season. 
Which prominent Oilers first-round pick was the primary player sent to the New Jersey Devils? You can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, 780-496-0063. Which prominent Oilers first-round pick was sent to the New Jersey Devils when the Edmonton Oilers acquired Bill Guerin? The correct answer, the fastest one to get the correct answer, 780-496-0063 gets a chance to jump in. I'm sure we've already got a correct answer because... As opposed to the host, uh, we have some really smart listeners. There you go. You think nobody's listening, and then you get 70, 77 texts coming in in a span of about 30 seconds. So there you go. That was way too easy of a question, don't you think? Kind of kind of easy trivia, Ron? I feel like it was. First round and, uh, yeah, New Jersey. Those were two good tips. Yes, <laughs> New Jersey. Seven, eight, uh, I believe we have our winner, Chris, knew that Jason Arnott, who went on to win a Stanley Cup? You were there. Yes, you were there. That was was that in Dallas when they won? Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, you remember the big hit and Sicky. Uh, yes. So Sakura was uh, so seriously hurt on that. Uh, it was great. You know that that hockey, Bob. We changed the game in '04 with uh, the Shanahan Summit and the crackdown on obstruction. But I always go to the hockey in the early 2000s as maybe my favorite hockey of all time. It was so, you know, Hatcher in uh, Dallas. You know when I would see him go head-to-head with Chris Pronger, and obviously uh, the New Jersey Devils were just a tough-as-nails outfit, so it really was a tremendous Stanley Cup. It is 439 in Edmonton. Some guests and winners now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night in the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris is open 4 o'clock in Oilers game days. They're open 5 till close uh, Tuesday through Sunday, and that means until close on Sunday. So you can get involved after the Heritage Classic if you want. Ron, i, I got to ask you about Montreal because we've got, due to popular demand, New West Travel has added a second package on the exclusive road trip into Montreal. We already had a suite for 40 that we've sold out. We've got a second group that wants uh, that we've opened spots for in a second suite. This package includes airfare, th- three nights in a deluxe hotel in downtown Montreal, game tickets in a private suite with food and drink, and of course, you're stuck. You couldn't get any better, anybody better. So you got me for a welcome reception with Cam Moon in Edmonton, and we're going to do one with other special guests like Jack Michaels and Louis DeBrusque. When we get to uh, Montreal as well. Experience the incredible hockey history. Montreal is January. It's going to be a, a nationally broadcast game on Sportsnet. It's going to be part of your show to be a part of the awesome Montreal road trip called New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. There's nothing quite like a Saturday night in Montreal, is there? No, there isn't. It's hockey. Uh, you feel it from the moment you uh, awaken the whole town. Uh, you see the Montreal sweaters everywhere. It's just bedlam around the visitor's hotel. Uh, it's a great energy. It's the best rink sight lines, I think, in hockey. I Not think Rogers cl- Place tried to yeah. you know, emulate that same vertical that they have at the Bell Centre. It's a great trip, and you're going to see a great Edmonton Oil King Gooley is Kevin Bieksa's favorite young defenseman in the NHL right now. Jennifer Botter loves Nick Suzuki. Uh, so that'll be a good show for you. That's interesting. I mean, you take a look at uh, Gooley and, you know, the, the Oil Kings ended up giving up what ended up being the number one pick in the WHL Bantam draft. They didn't think that they were going to have the sort of injuries they had actually down the last two years. And Prince Albert ended up with the top two picks in the WHL draft. Kane Gooley finishing the year with the Oil Kings. A couple of years ago, the WHL championship, unfortunately, was coming off a knee injury and uh, was not at 100% for the Memorial Cup. When we come back... Our in-house trivia at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. And 
We'll hear from Oilers Hall of Famer, one of the great guys you could meet along the way, Doug Waite. Live in location, Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge. Bob Stoffer, privileged to have Rob McClain joining us on Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 445 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Ron McLean, live in location, Century Sports Bar, City's North Side. And uh, while well, we got the Oilers and the New York Rangers, this is a big hockey game, Ron, tonight for Edmonton. So when uh, Tikkanen is uh, traded for Dougie Waite, you know who scores the game winning goal in overtime? The Oilers beat the Rangers at MSG that day, and it was uh, the guy who coached in the original Heritage Classic in 2003, Craig McTavish. He scored the OT winner. There we go. And as you know, Mac T on Mondays on Oilers now. Mac T is actually stateside right now. I had a nice conversation with him. (laughs) Well, you're avoiding him, right? (laughs) Every time you either change his day or Brendan does the interview. It's it's just worked out this year that he's on Mondays, and we've got contract equipment that's come aboard to sponsor (laughs) that segment. Which is great. And uh, it's it's funny because uh, Mac T, when he came back to the Oilers organization in 2013, Joke that uh, my uh, my personal press agent Bob Stoffer couldn't get me a job as a head coach again in the National Hockey League, so he's back in management. Uh, as you know, I was at times critical of Mac T's handling of younger skilled players in the mid 2000s, uh, and and now we get along great. And part of the shtick is that he gets to bust me, and everybody loves it, so it's a wonderful thing. Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, Doug Waite is one of the two former Oiler players that will be recognized tonight uh, and inducted into the Oilers Hall of Fame. I'm on that committee with about 15 others, including Louis DeBrusque, who we're going to hear from later on. Uh, we are going to get to Oilers Hall of Famer Doug Waite. He is our Oilers Now headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And that is uh, Doug Waite. And this, uh, full disclosure, uh, we got a lot going on in oil country over the next four or five days. Ron's going to tell us a bit about what's going to be taking place for the Heritage Classic. But let's get to our sit-down, pre-taped, one-on-one conversation with uh, now Oilers Hall of Famer Doug Waite. Well, Doug, first of all, uh, we caught up with you the day you were announced, uh, obviously, in the Oilers uh, Hall of Fame. Just uh, you're here for the event. How, how great is it just to be around some of your former teammates, former managers and coaches and that sort of thing to be a part of this weekend? Yeah, it's just, uh, for lack of uh, any better way to put it, it's so cool just to be back and not just to see my buddies, but to see a lot of ex-players. I see, you know, Alish is here, Hemmer and Chris Joseph and Louie and then all the guys that uh, were teammates of Charlie, you know. It's such a great tradition here that you get to cross paths. I know Koff really well. I know Charlie really well. Played for him. uh, He was a coach. But uh, Lee, Hammer, uh, all the guys. It's just a a wonderful history, a a great tradition, and I'm just so proud to be here for this uh, this, this occasion, you know. So as a guy who's hosted an Oilers-only show for the last 15 years, one of the things things that... uh, I got to drive them home after every road trip, so you know what it's like. But no, but 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 uh, just a, just a, just a thought on the importance that you guys had, because for a generation that missed the '80s Oilers, you were for a lot of those kids that grew up, you were the star of the team. You led the team in scoring seven straight years, and you guys were kind of responsible for getting the team back in the playoffs. What was that like to sort of live in the ghost of the past, but also realize that you had to go sort of forge your own way in the present? Yeah. 
Yeah, you kind of, you, you never want to forget the past, right? It's so, it's such a great history, and, and it, you're so proud to wear the jersey, but you need to make your own identity as a team. And I think Glenn came in, and as much as we would all refer to the past, and they would refer to the past, they wanted us, they, he came in and flat out told us, listen, you guys aren't going anywhere. We're keeping our core, and you're going to build together, you're going to become close friends, and you're going to play for each other, and we're going to win the cup. And that's what our goal was, and I was very proud with it. By the time I left here, that's what made it so hard to when I was traded. Uh, is we've we've grown together, we achieved so much, and we were just I felt like we were on the cusp of making that next turn uh, to maybe have a chance to be a winner. So uh, oh, the pride and the the way we played, and uh, I, it, it, it's funny because it really was a. a a translation from that team. We kept a lot of the great things they did. We didn't have the talent as much, right. but uh, the belief was there, and we started to uh, to, to make a, a name for ourselves. So yeah, and you mentioned myself as far as the '90s. I thought it was a great time to be an Oiler. Uh, we had challenges, but like I said, it's all relative. I just love coming to the rink. I love the guys I played with and the, and the, the organization. It's just it was an awesome time. One thing that uh, you know I'll always remember: Dallas had one before, but Colorado had. Yeah, and there was—they were a very confident team, especially in goal, and one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. And Curtis Joseph to outduel head-to-head against Patrick Watt, game five, six, and seven, stopped 92, 93 shots. The relentlessness that you guys played with—you know, non, non-stop the hits, over a hundred hits every game, everybody blocking shots. But to beat that team, a team that had championship caliber, they had already won before. I think it was even a greater accomplishment than what happened with Dallas in 97. Just the thought, I mean, 3-1 down in the series, how special was that for you guys? I, I couldn't, I mean, I could go through every game with you, uh, and I agree with you. I think they're both, you know, both teams, I think, were over 116 points or something, so they're both very formidable opponents. But you're right, uh, I think Peter Forsberg had 12 points in the first three games. Yeah. I mean, they were dismantling us, but we kept, and, and I remember what he said at the end of the series, they just didn't go away they just every ship slash hitting finishing checks and we did it through those first three games we didn't we didn't get dominated we got out skilled they scored high skill goals uh the scoreboard didn't look great but we just we played our game and we inched our way back into that series and you're right i mean to go through the names sackick lemieux forsberg kamensky they had guys uh they were built to win and and uh yeah, that was, like I said, you, you don't get to raise the silver thing after that win, but it felt like it. Uh, just a final one for you, on, on, and Speck brought it up early. American players, you and Bill in particular, embracing the opportunity that was here. Did you guys have, did your generation of players have maybe something a little different to prove than today's players? Because I don't know if that willingness is always accepted as much. you got a guy like Fox, he's a great player, didn't want to play for the Calgary Flames, you know, and, and I just, just a, a thought about coming to Edmonton and embracing the uniqueness of the market. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I'll hit the latter part first. But, you know, times change, right? The kids are different. You know, I've coached and I've played in different eras. Uh, and it doesn't mean it's wrong, but now, you, you you know, if a kid's not playing well, you need to sit him down and talk to him and take him to dinner. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't used to be that way. And I think it's changed a little bit, too. They got a lot of freedom and, and uh, hey, uh, 
if it's if, if the speed limit's 90, you can go 90. Uh, they there's nothing they're doing wrong. Adam had a, 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 a he Adam found, and, and he's found a glitch in the system where he could go and be a free agent. More power to him, you know. Now. When I got traded, I'm going to Edmonton, and you can accept it or not, and it's a great opportunity. It was un unbelievable for me to come here and, and the tradition and everything else, but you have to embrace it. And uh, the people around you, not just in the room, but the city, they, they need to feel that you're embracing it and that you love it. Uh, or it's just not going to be a success. It's like any relationship. So I looked at it as a great challenge, and no, I didn't really know where Edmonton was. And I mean, it wasn't a geographic whiz, I tell you that much. I knew it was in, up in Canada, and I knew the history, but... Uh, but I, I loved it. Uh, as Billy said earlier, like what an experience to be a hockey player in Canada. So I don't know why you wouldn't want to. And uh, it, 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 there's a lot of issues, right? Tax brackets. You know, uh, how cold is it in your city? Is it Winnipeg or is it Florida? Where do you want to play? Like, there's a million issues going around. But this should not be one. I would tell every player, American, Russian, Canadian, wherever, if you can play hockey in Canada, uh, I would do it. That is Doug Waite, of course. Uh, he goes up in the Hall of Fame tonight at Rogers Place. It'll be approximately about a 725 puck drop as we honor Doug Waite and Charlie Huddy. Bob Stoffer and Ron McLean live in location. I'd like to thank all of the uh, Chorus uh, sales team for helping support us today down at Century Sports Bar. I know Ron McLean was just uh, shaking hands and he's ready to become the next Prime Minister of Canada. I don't think you'd want that job, would you? There, no, definitely don't want that job. This, this was refereeing was hard. Hockey night in Canada is trickier, and you know what PM would be. I, I I'm going to tell you, I got a, I got a guy out there right now that I think might be running. He might be a candidate for the Liberals here shortly. I just have a sneaking feeling that Mark Carney, who, as you know, was Peter Sorelli's best man in his wedding. Uh, I heard the current bank governor uh, on with Matt Galloway on my cab ride to the airport today. Okay. And uh, there's another gig I wouldn't want. No. <laughs> so so Mark, Mark Carney knows. was the former head of the Bank of Canada and the Bank of uh, England as well. Yes. He's uh, well-known internationally, and there are some people out there that think he might merit some consideration if he decided to get into politics as a potential, uh, but he's a huge Oilers fan. Peter Mansbridge made his name in 83 at the PC convention at the Civic Center in Ottawa. Peter Pocklington, of course, yes. ran that year, and uh, yeah. it came down. John Crosby, the great order from Newfoundland, was in the running, and when he bowed out, it was down to Joe Clark, the incumbent, and Brian Mulroney, who would go on to become the Prime Minister, and Peter Mansbridge stepped off the dais. He was hosting with David Halton on CBC, and he said to Brian, he said, looks like you know, John has freed his delegate. Don't know what they're going to do, but we think you're going to win. If you do, would you please come up on the dais and be interviewed by David Halton and myself? Be a real coup. Sure enough, he did jump up with uh, Peter Mansbridge, and Peter kept calling him Brian. And he realized that at CBC, that's a, that's a no-go. You can't say, Brian, that's too chummy. you got to use Mr. Mulrooney, your yes. leader of the PC elect. Yeah. Anyway, he said, the thing that made my career could have cost me my job, but it didn't. So there's there's one little story. There there we go. Rob McLean joining us right now. Hey, I want to. Uh, we, we've got our friends out in uh, Brent Ridge Ford. We've got the upcoming Heritage Classic. Ron's going to tell us a bit about the Sportsnet broadcast and on that. And our friends at Brent Ridge Ford have uh, a couple Heritage Classic specials. 
For you Flames fans, are there actually Flames fans <laughs> in oil country? A Red Heritage Edition F-150 XLT with a sport package listed for just 70, listed over 77,000. You pay 65,000 plus GST. You can give Flames fan Chris a call and lock in at that price. For the Oilers fan out there, a fully loaded black F-150 Lariat. Courtesy of Brent Ridge Ford, that happens to be the type of vehicle I drive. This truck lists at 86000 but Johnny is giving you a Heritage Special $75,000. These prices are only for the listeners of this show. Call Chris and Johnny today, and they will get you a great deal. 780-352-6048. I do want to mention at this time, Royal Pizza. Pizza Pass did so much more. If you're not a fan of Bob Stoffer, blame Royal Pizza because Royal Pizza was the title sponsor of my Golden Bears hockey games in the late 1990s. Uh, we, we had a pretty good run there, Ron. I did the games for 13 years. The Bears won six national titles. I like to take credit for it, but I had absolutely nothing to do with it. You know, and I was thinking about Howie Draper. They just named, it sounds like New York's going to be called the Sound yeah. in the Professional Women's Hockey League. And uh, as you know, 26 years with the Pandas, just an incredible, uh, what, they're, six national titles, maybe eight. They're running the zone by the way. Yeah, that's right. That's what he's going to be running. So, he's running the zone. Just, just Good luck to him. That, there that, you go. that was a big appointment. For everybody that's here at Century Casino Sports Bar and Lounge, just give Ron McLean a round of applause, all right? Uh, anyway, uh, Royal Pizza still making it great. 50-plus years in Edmonton. Edmonton owned and operated. Get their new Canadian club sandwich with chicken, ham, bacon, ranch, lettuce, tomato. Visit royalpizza.ca. Boston Bruin fan Randy Kilburn in the early to mid-1980s was the public address announcer at Alberta Golden Bears games. He's coming up next with a global news weather traffic update. We'll be back with Ron McLean and Louis DeBrusque.